All right, our struggles first live stream. So I was, as you can imagine, terribly, terribly struggle streaming on here. Okay, here we go. Okay, give me one second. All right, y'all. As as you can imagine, as you can imagine, the student loan forgiveness is here. It's Wealth Wednesday. This this is gonna drop on podcast platforms probably on Thursday. A- Apple, for whatever reason, at least when I try to download, it, I don't see it when I it's supposed to be uploaded by five a.m. But for whatever reason, when I try to download it, I don't see it. So they might be doing something. But regardless, please hit the like button on your way in. We are live and we back. Third installment of Wealth Wednesday. This is according to Full Effect podcast where we discuss finance and fitness. But my co-host Jordan is on paternity leave. So no fitness stuff, just finance stuff. And as I mentioned yesterday or on the previous episode, if the student loan information dropped, I would be going live and discussing it. And it officially dropped. So what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to go over a flurry of different articles that address the different parts of the student loan forgiveness. Um, I think it's called technically the, what are they calling it? The student debt relief plan. I don't know what it's like the bills actually called or whatever they're, she's trying to sign into power. But I am going to go over a lot of, a lot of different things. A lot of people, one, were posting information before Biden went live. I didn't want to do, we're posting information about the forgiveness as far as if he had done it today before he went live. Yesterday, the articles dropped like, hey, you know, the forgiveness information is supposed to drop tomorrow. I saw a lot of people this morning because a lot of articles probably started dropping around 11 a.m. at the latest about, hey, the forgiveness is on the way. Uh, Just got to wait for the announcement. But once the announcement came, I knew there were going to be some more things besides a forgiveness amount and a pushback. Because if you've been doing any type of research or following this, you knew a pushback was going to happen. I've already said this before. I already said the pushback was going to go all the way to the end of this year, and it was going to start in January of next year. So, you know, woohoo. Thank you, Gary V, for my internet timestamps for that. But then the dollar amount was what was in question. Joe always said, President Biden always said, he's, I'm doing 10K. He's like, I don't know about that 50. Then damn sure not doing everything, but hey. So uh, make sure, like I said, you like, share, and subscribe and leave rating views on the podcast platforms. And my information, as well as Jordan's information, will be in the description. Now, first things first for the student loan forgiveness. One, if you if you listen to Joe, when Joe when Joe Biden was live doing the press conference, he's talking a lot of trash. One of the things he had mentioned was that one of the reasons black people have a lot of student loan debt compared to white people is because white people have more owner, home ownership than black people, and white people are able to take out student loans or take out technically, I guess, either home equity lines of credit or home equity loans to pay for the kids to go to college. So essentially leverage their mortgage so their kids can go to school. And it's like, yeah, that's true. I would not recommend leveraging your house so that you can go to school. There, there's this thing called a 529 or an ESA that help you pay for college. You know, there, there, there's that. Okay. Also too, by the way, though, if you want to be able to take the equity out of your home so that you can use it for something else, you have to be in your home for a while. Okay. Most people aren't putting a hefty down payment down. They're putting anywhere from three to 10%. Most people are not avoiding PMI when they get a house. But even if you do avoid PMI, that's only 20%. You still have 80% left. So that's neither here nor there. But um, so yeah, uh, he he mentioned that during the press conference. Um, He also mentioned that, then they said something like 8 million people will have all of their student loans forgiven right away. And then um, he also mentioned that um, 27% of the people will qualify for the Pell Grants, and then 45% um, in total will have everything forgiven. So out of the 40, I think 45 million or so borrowers, I think he said 43 million will actually be part of this forgiveness and qualify for it. And I think he said 45% of them will have all of it forgiven. So that's anywhere from 10 to 20K. Now, for the student loan forgiveness, what is it? Okay, so the 10K is going to be forgiven for everyone who is single and makes $125,000 or less, or if you're married, filing joint, and I think it's head of household as well, and you make $250,000 or less, okay? 125K if you're single, 
and then 250k if you're married filing joint slash head of household so for those of you who make a lot of money tough luck okay you, you're not going to get any forgiveness okay now it's still not clear yet or as far as how they're going to truly determine this income threshold as far as how much money you make because the department of education is handling this forgiveness not the department of treasury so the irs who we file our taxes with is underneath the treasury so when the stimulus checks were sent out the treasury sent those out they already had your income because the irs has your income which is technically the treasury so they're able to simply just figure out how much money you make and send that out the department of education is not guaranteed to have how much money you make so i think they have I think it's at 8 million or so borrowers, which is, you know, about 20% or so. That's 20%, yeah, one-fifth of borrowers' information. But what you're going to have to do is go to the Department of Education's website and tell them how much money you make. I've seen that due to COVID um, or the panorama. I don't know if I can still say COVID on YouTube. Regardless, during the pandemic, uh, people have been able to go on that website. And from what I've seen, you've been able to just say whatever your income is, and there was no verification for it. Don't do that. Do not defraud the federal government. Shout out to the PPP loans. Okay, but that, that's what I heard. Um, the Department of Education in the upcoming weeks will be releasing an app where you will be able to submit this information so that you can actually get the forgiveness and obviously you have to put your income on there. Okay, so that, that's how the 10K is working. Now, people can get 20K if they got a Pell Grant when they went to school. So Pell Grants for people who have extremely come from extremely low uh, household incomes. And if you also meet those income qualifications, the 125K single and the 250K married, and you also had a Pell Grant when you went to school, you will get 20K, not 10K. OK, now the forgiveness is only directed at undergraduate federal student loans. OK, so if you have postgraduate if you're a parent or your parents, parent plus loans or private loans, the they do not qualify for any type of forgiveness. This forgiveness is only for federal or public undergraduate student loans. Okay, so just, just as a reminder real quick, if you don't have one of those type of loans, you consolidate it, refinance, whatever, right? You might they might be your student loans. We have a private. Tough luck. You don't get any forgiveness. OK, so just be aware of that. Now, as far as the um, the pushback, Joe sounded like President Biden sounded like he was very, very adamant on this timeline as far as it's going to end December 31st. So please prepare to have your student loan start back up in January. I think they are required um, to notify you as far as your student loans six times before your student loans payments start back up. So my guess would be anywhere between Halloween and Thanksgiving, you will probably start seeing some notices go out that your student loans are going to start back up sometime in January. Um, who knows? Some of the student loans are going to different providers because some of the student loan providers have gone away, like Navian. It's a whole, whole big mess of the student loans. So that's one of the reasons I believe they had the delay with everything is because they had to move all these student loans around. Okay. Now, the student loan forgiveness not only has the 10K or 20K if you got a Pell Grant and the pushback, but it also has some updates as far as the income-based rep repayment. They're trying to make it a lot more simpler. They, in short, want to make sure you more of your payments qualify. They're making it so that if you graduated with 12K or less, instead of having to wait 20 years to have your student <laughs> Jesus. Instead of you having to wait 20 years, for $12,000 to get forgiven, you only have to wait 10 years for $12,000 to get forgiven. Okay, look at that. So if you don't want to pay your debt at all, debt off at all, then you can take that route. But they're putting that into place. And they're also making it for any undergraduate degrees for current and future, future borrowers that your income-based repayment is no more than 5% of your income. And that's of your discretionary income. And they define discretionary income essentially after you pay for your necessities. So after you pay for like rent, utilities, things like that. So It'll be no more than, you know, 5% of what you make. And that's the easiest way to calculate. So if you make 5,000, you know, 5% 5 of that is 250. So your payment would be no more than that. But uh, that's when that's um, going to happen. Oops, excuse me. Just eight. Now, all of this is expected to, I guess, be in effect 
by the beginning of January because that's when the um, the pause is ending. Now, it'll be interesting to see as soon as, you know, January 1st hits, wherever the first business day is, that's New Year's. If you're just 10K, it's vanished. It's going to be very interesting to see how that, how that actually rolls out. Okay. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a handful of different articles to actually go more in depth past the 10K forgiveness and past the, uh, the, the pushback. So now this question is simple. How, how does this, how's the forgiveness impact me, Corey? Okay, so you can go, this is on Joe Biden's uh, POTUS uh, official Twitter account. Um, this was posted probably around 1 p.m. today, August 24th. It might be pinned at the top. But anyway, there's a link to this website, studentaid.gov forward slash debt hyphen relief hyphen announcement forward slash. Anyways, though, the title is the Biden-Harris administration student debt relief plan explained. Let me share my screen so people can see the tab. Man, people, they, they be right. There's a lot of stuff you got to do while you live stream. It's crazy. All right. Can you see that? Yeah, let me zoom in some for y'all. Okay. So what the program means for you and what comes next. So President Biden and Vice President Harris and Department of Education have announced a three-part plan to help working and middle-class federal student loan borrowers transition back to regular payment as pandemic-related support expires. I told y'all this. I've already said this before. I told y'all there was no student loan relief. There was pandemic relief. And as when the pandemic ends, the student loan, I guess, I don't, I just call it help. It's not forbearance, whatever. It's just, they've just been helping y'all a lot. will end as well. Okay, so we got a three-part process. Now, President Biden was also saying that I think 90, 95% of people who have student loan debt will get this type to get this forgiveness so the people who are complaining as far as who have student loans aren't getting is a very small 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 set of the student loan uh holding population per, per president biden and his press conference um i'm interested to see if, if that's the real number because i think he said 90 percent of the people are make 75k or less which which holds true to the numbers which doesn't make sense. A lot, a lot of y'all gonna tell. A lot of y'all saying y'all get in the bag, and y'all gonna say y'all got the student loan forgiveness, and you single. So I mean, you gonna you gonna kind of snitch on yourself how much money you make, okay? But it's a three part process, right? See, it's not just a 10k. It's not just a extension, okay? So the first part is the extension, okay? I already went over that. For the extension, what do you have to do? Nothing, just like you've been doing the last uh, two and a half years or so, okay? You don't have to do anything for that. That's gonna start back January 2023, okay? The second part, right? It's providing targeted debt relief to low and middle income families. Okay. 20K, as I said, for people who receive Pell Grants, but 10K if you did not receive a Pell Grant. And again, 125K if you're single, 250K for married slash head of household. All right. And then also, too, in addition, borrowers who are employed by nonprofits, the military, federal or state, tribal or local government may be eligible to have all of their student loans forgiven through the public service loan forgiveness program. Again, that's 120 payments that y'all love having to make or the 10 years minimum. OK. Now, how do this is the part that I think one of the reasons I didn't want to jump the. I can't almost say jump the gun. One of the reasons I didn't want to jump the gun and just start make a post before uh, President Biden actually spoke on it, because I wanted to see exactly how you all were going to actually get this forgiveness. In my head, I was like, Department of Treasury, my guess is they're not really handling this debt. And uh, if they got the IRS and they got everybody's income and they're not handling it, then how are they going to actually determine your income? OK, so Department of Education is handling this, right? So how do you know if you're eligible for debt cancellation? Obviously, your income has to fall, as I said, 125, 250. Again, always remember those numbers, 125, 250, okay? And then um, what does up to 20K and up to 10K mean? So if you have, let's say you're single and you make $100,000 and you have $8,000 left in student loans, so you're going to get the 10K forgiveness and you didn't receive a Pell Grant. Or let's say even if you did, you're only going to get up to $8,000 in this case, because you only have $8,000 in student loan debt. So that up to isn't like you would think with the stimulus checks where there was a throttle down as your income increased. No, everyone who has $10,000 in a penny is going to get $10,000 in a penny. If you have less that, then you're going to get whatever you actually have left. Okay. 
Um, and then what do I need to do in order to receive loan forgiveness? Okay, so nearly 8 million borrowers may be eligible to receive relief automatically because relevant income data is already available to the U.S. Department of Education. So that's 8 million people who may not have to do anything. Again, 20%. How do they put their income in there? I'm not sure. I'm someone in the situation I've already paid off my student loan, so I wouldn't be getting this money anyway. But I also paid off a Parent PLUS loan, and I, I refinanced my student loan, so it was private. So I wouldn't have gotten this anyways if I still had it. Okay. But what's going to happen is the Department of Education, if they don't have your income or if you don't know if they have your income data, the administration will launch a simple application in the coming weeks. No idea what a simple application means. Okay. I don't know what a simple application means. Hopefully it's just one page. Now, if you guys know how websites work, when everybody tries to use them at one time, usually the server goes down. So, the application will be available for the pause on federal student loan repayments ends on December 31st, 2022. And if you would like to be notified by the U.S. Department of Education when the application is open, please sign up at the Department of Education subscription page. That is the most important thing. Some of you are not going to get your student loan forgiven or at least get the, up to the 10K, whatever you have, whatever it's going to do for you, because you did not submit this application. And when this data comes out on how many people aren't getting the forgiveness because they didn't apply for it and missed this whole step. Everyone kept telling you it was getting pushed back, getting 10K. No, the most important thing is you're going to have to submit an application. I'm going to say it one more time. Everybody's you're not supposed to repeat yourself. No, you have to submit a application to the Department of Education. Oh, look at that. Look at that rhyme. OK, now. You got to click on a web. Uh, there's a link here. If you go um, on this website, it says Department of Education subscription page. Again, for those of you watching on YouTube, you get the benefit of seeing what it looks like. So that link will take you here. OK, I'm lying because I'm not sharing my screen properly and I am sloppy. OK, let me go back. Let me share my screen again. I'm just going to do the whole thing so you can see all of it. Boom. Boom. All right. It'll take you here. U.S. Department of Education. Or you can go to, for those of you who are listening, it's E-D. E is in ooh, Evolve. What's E? Oh, E is in Echo. D as in Delta, then .gov forward slash subscriptions. Okay. And then take a U.S. Department of Education's website and you'll be able to essentially subscribe to their email list. At the very top, it has federal student loan borrow updates. My guess is that's what you need to subscribe to. However, to be safe, I recommend you subscribe to everything on this list. It's about like, anywhere from 15 to 20 things on here. Yeah, it looks like it's a little over 20 things on here. I would uh, look, man, if you want this 10K, I subscribe to everything. Don't it's not worth to miss it because what's likely going to happen is maybe for a day or two, whenever it gets viral on social media, that the application has been um, is up and running for people to submit the application slash their income data to see if you're actually going to meet the income threshold. It'll probably be up and running for a little while. However, once people see, hey, you know, where's this at? How do I get there? What do you mean I'm not going to get it? Things like that. Then there's going to be a swarm on the website and then it'll probably go down. They're not to wait to get it back up. Yada, yada, yada. I would not risk falling victim to that. Now, the great thing is they don't tell you which one of these things to subscribe to. It says if you would like to be notified by the Department of Education when the application is open, please sign up at this link. And But then it doesn't tell you which one to sign up for here. My guess, again, like I said, it's the top one federal student loan borrow updates. But I recommend that you sign up for everything on here, okay? So you don't miss anything. You don't get a lot of emails, but I think it's worth it for 10K. This is also important is, my guess, again, is per borrower, even though you get this 250K if you're married, you're gonna have to submit, you know, you and your spouse are gonna have to submit an application each, okay? So, you know, make sure you're on that if both of you have to do it, if both of you have student loan debt back, okay? Then the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, or PSLF, forgives the remaining balance in your federal student loans after 120 payments. They failed to mention how many people have actually gotten that, but he actually, he didn't, he failed to mention how many people have gotten it, but he did address how it was an issue and people weren't getting it. Okay. There are temporary changes that end October 31st, 2022 that provide flexibility that makes it easier than ever to receive forgiveness. This helps us so people get essentially more qualifying payments. There are a lot of I wouldn't say restrictions, but a qualifying payment isn't what you think it is because people find that out when they go apply for the forgiveness and they say, hey, you might have made 120 payments, but only 90 of them count, something like that. OK, now that's part two. Part three. OK, make the student loan system more manageable for current and future borrowers. Income based repayment plans have long existed within U.S. Department of Education. However, the Biden-Harris administration is proposing a rule to create a new income-driven repayment plan that will substantially reduce future monthly payments for lower and middle-income borrowers, okay? 
So this new rule require, like I said, borrowers, you're going to pay 5% of your discretionary income instead of 10%. Okay. Then it's going to raise the amount of income that is considered non-discretionary income. So essentially you can pay for more things before it's considered as non-discretionary income. So it makes it so your minimum payment can be even lower, quote unquote. So it's going the 225% of the federal poverty limit, which equates to about $15 of minimum wage or so. So essentially about the annual equivalent, excuse me, of a $15 minimum wage for a single borrower, you will have to make, will have to make a monthly payment. Wait. Oh yeah. So it's, it's guaranteeing that no borrower earning under 225% of the federal poverty limit, excuse me, and which is about $15 minimum wage will have to make a monthly minimum payment. So they're saying if you make $15, you know, an hour, which is a little over 30 K a year or under, no minimum, no payment at all. Okay, that's that's going that's interesting. Okay, that's something different. Then forgive loan balances after ten years of payments instead of twenty for borrowers with balances of twelve thousand or less. Now, when it says borrowers of twelve thousand or less, that's if when you graduated, your your student loans were ten thousand, twelve thousand or less, or I think uh, dispersed. But it's not like if you just currently have twelve k or less. No, it's uh, I believe the disbursement amount. So instead, <laughs> y'all waiting twenty years to get. $12,000 forgiven is insane. That's $600 a year. Don't do this. Jesus. $50 a month. If y'all are already, never mind. It's not, this, this, I'm, just, I'm just here to give y'all the information, okay? This, this is not that episode. This is not that episode. All right. Um. So you get the uh, 10 years of payments instead of 12. And I think if you, like, let's say you're, 12 years or any 10 years plus into your 20 years, you're, you are going to get all your money, um, everything forgiven. But God, if you just been whatever, okay, I can't, I can't do it. And then also going to cover the borrower's unpaid monthly interest so that unlike other existing income driven repayment plans, no borrower's loan balance will grow as long as they make their monthly payments, even when that monthly payment is zero because their income is low. This is key. This forgiveness is targeted at low and middle income household um, people. The lower your income, the more of your benefit you get. But do you really want the low income, right? Because then, you know, if you, you can, quote unquote, do less stuff. This is saying that people who have extremely low income, as long as they make their minimum payment, even if it's zero dollars and zero cents, they won't have any interest accrue. OK, that's that's very key. And it's also heading to the point. So to the point that it won't your income won't the interest excuse me won't grow for people that you see they make these posts and like yeah i've never missed a minimum payment i've been paying for you know six seven years and i still have more interest in my principal that's a negative amortization loan where the minimum payment or the payment that you make doesn't satisfy the interest that has accrued and or is outstanding and interest always gets satisfied first when you make a loan payment so you're not making any progress towards the principal and actually decreasing your debt you just keep paying the interest keep paying the interest and the principal just sits there and you actually never truly make any progress. This is saying for the lower income people, you will not have that occur. OK, so that's the first one. This is the one, like I said, the article from uh, the POTUS's uh, Twitter account. All right. So we already showed you the description. Now, the next one. OK, so we got the general headline from CNBC. So I'm going from what the president, quote unquote, I, don't, I highly doubt, shout out to President Trump. Ran his Twitter account. I don't think President Biden runs his Twitter account, but you know we're going from what President Biden's Twitter account has released that article. Now I'm going to transition to other articles. So here we go, CNBC, which I think is like everybody's favorite one. Okay, CNBC is real cool. Their ads aren't as bad. I think it's the Washington Post. You got subscribes. So you can read their articles. Like, bro, what? Okay, CNBC says cancel Biden cancels 10K in federal student loan debt for most borrowers. Okay, I'm gonna skim through this real quick, but just so you can see the comparison to what the president's officially released versus to what you're reading into the in these news articles right cnbc fox whatever you're reading okay so 10k is going to forgive the 20k for the pell grants okay we got that targeted again for people who needed the 125k for single 250k for married and again the pause to december 31st 2022 okay biden like you said they have a little is are these these aren't memes but these are little what are these pictures called whatever these pictures are called but just a picture so you can see a quick breakdown of everything they probably went on convo to do this to tell you the truth no sponsorship anyways though and then again like i said here we go so in Biden's remarks 95 percent of borrowers will benefit from this plan so it means only five percent of people aren't going to be impacted 
Now, when they talk about this, these federal student loans and 95% of borrowers, I wonder if that's people who just have undergrad and that's including people who have parent plus loans or, or private loans. It's interesting to see how they're calculating this borrower's percentage, okay? Again, the 45%, like I said, almost 20 million people would have their debt fully canceled. This is what President Biden said out of his mouth. Almost half of the people are getting their student loan debt forgiven. So that means half of the people have anywhere, have less, have $20,000 or less. One might say, if it's $20,000 or less, why are you getting it forgiven? I want to see the number out of the, out of the 10 K and they, they, they sort of slick. They didn't say how many people who may who didn't get the 10 K or less, no Pell Grant people. What percentage that is? If, if half the people have 20 K or less, it's like, bro, if y'all not, never mind. How long, if y'all had that 20 K or less before the pandemic started, y'all had, never mind. He said 20 million people can get started with their lives. That is true. It's only true. Well, I'm going to get to that to the end. How do you make use of this? Okay. Um, Let's see. 10K again, 25. What is that? Borrowers who earn and will cost effect. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to get into that, the impact from a tax standpoint. Okay. Unprecedented. Yep. Okay. Cool. Year over year. Yeah. Consumer prices, inflate. Student and not student loans. The cost of college has gone up double, I think, of inflation over the last decade or two decades or so the total debt is at 1.7 trillion what they're not doing which they should have done is they're not ending the federal student loan programs you can still get student loans so they didn't truly solve the problem that's why they have that lower income stuff to help out with the interest and make it so you don't have a monthly payment and that your interest can accrue and things like that that's what they're doing look, look at this chart y'all for those who can't see it let me zoom in a little bit more oh, man it's zooming crazy this chart says student loan debt in the U.S. now totals nearly 1.75 trillion. In 2006, 2006 quarter one, CNBC has a chart that says the student loan debt was at 480.97 billion. So that's 480 billion, 970 million. In 2006 quarter one, 2022 quarter two, 1.75 trillion. Y'all, that's crazy. That's a little over three times in a decade and a half. That's crazy numbers. That's crazy. Numbers. If I told you, you could, never mind. if you could double your investment account, or excuse me, if you could three extra investment account every 15 years, never mind. You're not doing this. All right, again, so talking about the pandemic and how the economy was doing well, yada, yada, yada. Okay, pressure to cancel student loan debt is a broken system, right? Yep, you know, it doesn't impact everybody, although they're saying it's impacting 95% of the people. So it's like, damn, I guess that kind of is everybody, right? So I'm out, yeah, Elizabeth Warren was 50K and uh, Senator Bernie Sanders was, Senator Elizabeth Warren was 50K for forgiveness and Senator Bernie Sanders was all of it, right? Talking about that. Um, yeah, then then we got Wisdom Cole, national director of the NAACP's Youth and College Division, had said that mixing just 10K would be a slap in the face for black borrowers who often have to borrow more than their white peers because of the racial wealth gap. It's like, God damn, what, what do y'all want? They saying that 45 percent of people are getting all their student loans forgiven. And it's like, what percent of that is black people? It's like. I'm still here. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I, obviously critics, right. Are saying for getting sending the wrong message. Right. Yeah. I got things like that. Yeah. College grads out earn high school people, everything we know. Okay. Boom. So that's a CNBC article. I sort of skimmed through this stuff that I already touched on, but saying generally the same things. Okay. But now what we're going to do is what? Get into this article that I posted as far as my background, my Instagram post today. Biden's student debt forgiveness plan may cost taxpayers an average of $2,000, some policy experts say. I haven't read this yet because I want to do a live. Okay. But as you guys, for those of you who don't know, the government doesn't have any money. As they get money, they tax us. With this forbearance and this pause on the interest, the government's been making less money because when for those of you who didn't pay your loans at all, right, they weren't able to charge, at least get some interest from you if you didn't pay it, right? So they lost billions and billions of dollars, right, by not having the interest. 
Okay, so now it's like, well, when they forgive this this money that you guys were quote unquote scheduled to pay back, along with the interest that you're going to pay back, how is this going to impact the taxpayers? Because we eventually, you know, are going to have to foot this bill. Okay, so the key points again: 10k, 20k, as always, right? But it has significant. But some policymakers say the plan has significant drawbacks, including higher costs to our taxpayers without solving the U.S. higher education system's underlying issues. Okay, now some policy experts were quick to sound an alarm after President Joe Biden announced a sweeping new plan, also with hyperlink Wednesday to cancel up to 10k in federal student loans for borrowers. Once on, yeah, all right, we already got that. We got that. The plan said that's for some cost taxpayers and doesn't solve the tough unaffordability issues that plague higher education in the U.S. Okay, the simple question is, how do people who don't have money pay for, get something that costs a lot of money? One would say is they don't take out debt, but let, let's let's just leave that out, okay? I, I wouldn't recommend if you don't have money that you take out debt. That, that, that sort of makes the situation worse, okay? Transfer of wealth in society. There's a transfer of wealth from the society at large to people who borrow to go to college right now says Andrew Lotz or Latz, director of federal policy at the National Taxpayers Union. That has consequences for consumers. Uh, I'm gonna call him, we're gonna do Lutz, Lutz, Lutz said. It has consequences for taxpayers. And then he published, uh, let me see, Andrew published an estimate on Tuesday that found Biden's plan could cost the average taxpayer more than 2,000 based on the 10K forgiveness personal loan borrow that had been touted. Now in short, quick math, if you get 10K forgiven, but then you have to pay 2K more in taxes, you only got 8K forgiven. If you have less than $2,000 in student loans, you get that forgiven, then you technically only got, or you're actually at a loss. You're at a loss. Okay. That is based on the assumption that policymakers would need to make up the make up for the total cost of the forgiveness through tax increases, spending cuts, borrowing, or a combination of those strategies, okay? However, the plan released by Biden on Wednesday could be even more costly to taxpayers, Andrew said. I'm going to call him Andrew because that's his first name. Um, that is due to the inclusion of up to 20K. Yeah, this is including the Pell Grant. The Pell Grant, um, 20K increase for borrowers and a 5% cap on repayment of undergraduate loans in relation to monthly incomes. Yeah, it will raise the cost of you have a budget impact of the policy overall. Yeah, in short, when the government, if they're going to bring in less money, they either have to, and so I recommend do the budget. If they're going to bring in less money to offset that, they either have to increase taxes or they have to cut somewhere. That's the only thing they can do. That's their two options. They increase taxes or they cut somewhere. Okay, and, and in short, Democrats prefer to raise taxes and not cut and Republicans prefer to cut and not raise taxes and very short, very quick, quick, quick background on Democrats versus Republicans as far as their economic policy, how they handle things as far as the budget is concerned. Based on a total of under 158 million taxpayers in 2019, that works out to, yep, 2000. <laughs> they did the quick, simple math at the National Taxpayer Union. They said we got 158 million taxpayers. It's going to cost us. Let's just do that math. I think it's a little over. 300 billion dollars 158 million you haven't they just multiply that right how much it's going to cost yeah so three yeah a little under 330 billion dollars they just did the quick math that i do this is why i said when people be like did somebody do the study are you an expert bro they just doing straight math they did 100 they took how much money it's supposed to cost the government they divided by the amount of taxpayers to calculate how many how much is going to cost each taxpayer that's, that's very simple yeah pin warrant estimate okay and then we'll leave it at there because we're about to go to pin warrant next yep it's just like shifting one kind of borrowing to another that is, shout out to dave ramsey it's like wiping pee under the rug you don't really when you use a debt to pay off another debt it's just like you know swiping pee under the rug okay yeah it's creating another problem yeah okay all right so yes what what's going to happen now that this is forgiven how's it going to impact the taxpayers well the pen warden, right? You see, it, see how I'm working way down. Okay, what is what is this the forgiveness? Then what? How does it impact you? Because people like myself and or people who have no student loan debt at all, you're just looking at it from a taxpayer standpoint. You are going to be impacted by this most likely. Okay, so pen warden, University of Pennsylvania budget model. Okay, so I'm gonna scroll down some. Okay, now some of you, I'm also pulling this up because some of you may be thinking, damn, 125k for the cutoff. Well, these geniuses over here at Penn Wharton, they decided to, you know, see in short what the financial impact would be by changing the income threshold from 125K to 150K. 
highlight, see if I highlight this. I can't highlight it. If you see right here, they have if the max income per borrower, right? There was no income limit, so every borrower would get the forgiveness, but it was still only 10k. That budget over a 10 year period would be, uh, as far as the cost of it, is 344.3 billion dollars. Okay. Whereas if they did the 50K that Senator Elizabeth Warren was talking about, that would be $978.6 billion over a 10-year period. However, when you look at these income thresholds of 125K to compared to 150K, one, 10K isn't that big of an impact, right? As far as the delta between no income threshold and a 125K. You go from 344 billion with no income threshold to only 329 billion with the current 125k threshold at 10k forgiven okay if you go to 150k income threshold so just raise that income threshold another 25k but still only do 10k in forgiveness the budget window is 329.7 billion okay so that's only only but so <laughs> it's only 600 million dollars okay over a 10-year span and the difference comes within the first year in 2022 that's where the $600 million impact is going to occur, the Delta. Every other year, it's going to be the exact same budget hit. So what that's telling you is that, and I, they don't say here if they, this is also adjusted because it's 125K or 50K is for single. I'm not sure if they also have, you know, technically there are some married numbers inflated in here as well. But if you take just the single route, what they're letting you know is between 125K and 150K, there aren't that many people who make that amount of money, at least single in this case, for sure. That's what they're telling you. And this also sort of solidifies what Joe Biden was president. Joe Biden was saying to the fact that, look, 90 percent, 95 percent of people who got some loans is going to get some type of forgiveness. So when y'all complain, like it's not as much as y'all want, but people who are saying not enough people can get impacted. It's almost everybody. OK. And then there is the train of thought where, well, the people who make a lot of money, they shouldn't get any forgiveness. And Joe like, damn. That's what I did. Y'all trying to get everything. You're not going to get everything. Goodness gracious. Okay. But as you can see, it's not that big of a difference between 125K and 150K. So for the people who may be upset about the limit, it doesn't look like the limit is going to impact that many people. Okay. Because what, what do you want? They're not going to make a 200K single. That's, that's crazy. There does come a point to where how much is your income and how much of the you know forgiveness should you get if you should get any at all? Should they throttle it down? I didn't think they were going to do a throttle down like the stimulus checks because that would be uh, too messy, not from just you know a mathematics standpoint, but uh, how, how do I not get everything? A throttle down is a little weird with some forgiveness, so I'm not surprised they didn't do that. Okay, but in short, that's what I got for y'all. A quick recap. Let me stop sharing my screen. Okay, a quick recap. 10K student loan forgiveness. If you make 125K or less and you're single, or if you make 250K married, filing joint, or head of household, you're going to get 10K per borrower. Okay. If you happen to receive a Pell Grant for undergraduate, you're going to get $20,000 as long as you meet the income thresholds that I just mentioned. This forgiveness is only for undergraduate. If you have a postgraduate degree and took out debt and you still have it, if you are a parent and have a parent plus loan or your parents parent plus loan that you aren't paying jerks. My bad if that's you, but hey, OK, that's not getting forgiven. Um, and then any private loans, the private loans are not getting touched with this, just the public ones. OK, the federal student loans. OK, also the income based repayment rework. They're making it so that now the, the payments will be five percent of your discretionary income, not 10 percent. OK. And the pushback is going to go to the end of this year, December 31st, 2022. From a, oh, snap. I have a comment. Oh, Jordan made it. Jordan said he will. Jordan said he would. Can I, uh, oh, can I do this? <laughs> Jordan said I would like my forgiveness in large bills, please. <laughs> Yeah, this gonna uh, bro. It's gonna be interesting to see um how it gets rolled out. How do I make it go away? I would say um I'm gonna be very interested to see how this all gets handled. For those of you 
And also, I mentioned about the tax situation. I just went over that. It's going to be about 2K a person. So per warden pen, you pen, if you technically, if you have less than $2,000 or less, you're at a you're at a loss. If you're less than $2,000 and you get that forgiven, you're going to end up paying more. Should just pay it off. Okay. But um, finally, how do you handle this? Right. So I have some clients who are in a situation where they are going to get all of their student loans at what they have left forgiven. But the reason they're in that position, and I think this gets missed and why I'm so hell-bent, shout out to Dave Ramsey to go, but why I'm so hell-bent on you being aggressive when it comes to paying off your debt, but really doing any of your financial goals, particularly the debt. I would say, in short, you are, you, for those you're getting it, are lucky to get this student loan forgiveness. Okay, very surprised that it actually was able to get done, but it's not getting passed through. It sounds like he's doing an executive order. That's a little bit different. But it is lucky. Luck in short, right, they say is a combination of hard work and opportunity. Opportunities are always there. So the question is, did you put in the work to benefit from the opportunity? For those of you who kept making use of the forbearance and the deferment and things like that and not aggressively paying off your student loans, this 10K probably ain't doing shit for you. And that's how it works. If you got to be very clear and people aren't going to like this, even though 45% of people get all their student loans forgiven. Any anybody who has 30k, I'm gonna put it at 30k. So if you if you're gonna get this forgiveness and you're still gonna have 10, if you're gonna have 20k or more left, eh, that's that's about the threshold to where this truly impacts you. If you got 100k in student loan debt, even if you get the 20k, you got 80k left. This ain't shit. Shout out to those of you who went and got your postgraduate degrees, your masters and or doctorate. This this not doing nothing for you. Open palms. This, this is this not going to do too much for you. So for those who took advantage of the no interest of this pause of this forbearance due to the pandemic, and even before that have been aggressively attacking their student loan debt, their student loan debt, this is actually going to benefit them. Like I said, I have some people are going to get all of their student loans forgiven. Okay. They're under the 10 K. So during this forbearance, I've been telling them to keep some money, keep their money to the side as far as the payoff amount. Because it doesn't hurt you at all. So what are they going to do? They're going to get all that money they're going to use to pay off their student loans if they start it back up next week or a week from tomorrow, as far as September 1st. And now they're going to get that all back. I Then there's a situation where some people have more than $10,000, even more than $20,000 if they're married. But like I said, do the forbearance in the same situation. They have enough money to pay off their student loans. So I have some people that just, they just made $20,000 a day. They got 20K back. They, they, took advantage of the opportunity of this student loan forgiveness, but it's due to the fact that they've been putting in a lot of work. They got 30, 40, 50K saved up to take care of their student loans. That's how much they actually owe in student loans currently. And it's like, hey, if we get this forgiveness, we get this forgiveness right now, right? You're at no loss. I mean, shout out to inflation. But if you just want to wait and see, right? If it's going to happen, then we, we can wait and see. But if it doesn't, then we're going we gonna to pay them off. Okay. But you got to put in the hard work to have 50K saved and also be disciplined and not make use of it so you can actually execute and benefit from the opportunity of the 10K forgiveness. If you've been BSing with this student loan debt since you graduated damn near a decade ago and you still got 40, 50, 60K plus left, that's not going to do nothing for you. If you're in a situation where you have a high income, but you chose, and, and this is, it's well known, the more income that you make, the less stuff you get from the government. So if you've been at, out here operating, like you was going to get this forgiveness and you get in the bag, by the way, I wish I don't, I don't have the soundboard, you know, round of applause for you, you get in the bag. But it's like, I mean, if you was a doctor, you made five hundred thousand dollars a year. You thought you even if they even if they was going to forgive all of it, they was going to forget all of it for a certain income. There's always in, there's always income thresholds. What do you think we have a progressive tax system for? They let y'all know how it works. So for those of you who get in the bag, you make not just six figures but multiple six figures, two hundred k plus. It's like, bro, why you BSing with it? For those of you who have the low income so you don't get this forgiveness, but either you played yourself, your parents played yourself, your grandparents, your teachers, whoever, and you look at me like I'm crazy, 
when I tell you, you get these STEM degrees, not these trash degrees that don't come with a great income attached to them. You got the art degree and you went to a private school, you make 40K and you got 200K plus in debt. Or you went to a private school in general and you got six figures in debt. You got a mortgage, but it's your student loan debt. This don't do a damn thing for you. Some some people are getting less than 10% forgiven. I do know people who have over six figures in student loan debt. This is nothing. And they're going to get this for you. This is nothing for them. There's nothing. This don't help them at all. What does 10K do to 150K? It makes it 140K. You get the 20K for the Pell Grant, a buck 30. Good job. So if you haven't been in the position where you actually have had some income, shout out to the pandemic. So you lost your money. Okay, let me feel bad for you people. Okay, that's over. For those of you who did not have a re reduction in income due to the panorama, you got to explain it to me. You stopped making your student loan payment because you didn't have to. Okay, you're right. It's your prerogative. You didn't have to make it. And you didn't make no progress on it. I got some people who their student loans aren't going to be forgiven all the way. But now we have to have a very tough conversation next time we talk because now they're looking at they can have no student loan debt in 12 months from the time the student loan debt is forgiven. And now we have to have a real conversation. You got you can do this in six months, maybe if you just lock in because they're going to take. Like I said, if you got 30K left around that, but they forgive 10K, right, that drops you down to 20K, right? And if you're in a situation you've been paying it off, paying it off aggressively, you've been probably throwing a little around a rack or more towards your student loan debt. That's $12,000 a year. If you've been doing it while the no interest has been going on with the pause, then you've been making crazy progress. You've been hitting principal, 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 principal. You've been knocking down the debt. And we sitting here like, oh, we going to 2023, 120K in student loan debt. Let, let's just knock that out. Let's just, let's just knock that out in a year. Right, we got we to find 8K, right? In the year, right? $1,000 a month is 12K. We need another 8K in the year, right? 8K divided by 12. That's going to be... What is that? What's eight divided by twelve? That's gonna be another six hundred dollars or so, right? Yeah, six hundred and seventy dollars, six six six. Wow, it's crazy. Another six seventy divided by four, right? You know, what is that? A little, a little over one seventy, right? Now we need, you know, one hundred and seventy dollars a week, and we can figure that out, right? Divide that by five. Okay, you know, one fifty divided by five. That's about thirty. 30 to 50 dollars a day. What can we do? What can we do? Okay, but you know, if you if you were in a situation where you've been aggressively paying off your debt, you're just sitting here like, dang, that's not enough. Look, Joe said 45%, you know, is gone for is gonna clear everything. 45% not gonna have no money. So we're talking about 55% of people complaining. Okay, we're talking about I don't feel like doing this math right now, but if this is impacting 90 to 95% of the borrowers, let me let me see what number that was. Number, what number was that? Was it 90? It said 90 to 95% of the bar was going to be impacted. I couldn't find it. My control file was being trashed. Regardless, 90 95% of people are going to be impacted by this. So if out of all the borrowers, 45% are getting all gone, and then about all the borrowers, 90 95% are going to get 10 to 20K. We're talking about 5%, 40 million, right? So talking about 2 million people that aren't going to get any student student loan forgiveness out of 43 million, right? We're talking about a one point, almost $8 trillion issue. So y'all need to, uh, you know, to take advantage of the fact that the student loan forgiveness is on the way. Now, what I do do recommend to close out is, like I said, the student the student the student loans are starting back up January. That's not getting pushed back. Don't don't be stupid. I would shout to caution. Don't stupid. Don't be stupid. That's that's happening. So, what you need to do if you haven't started paying back your student loans is, I would recommend you start paying back your student loans right now. That's very that's very simple. Okay, just go just go ahead and get get started with it. It's four months left in the year. I know it's holiday season, right? Coming up. What do, you, what do you want me to say? Go ahead and start paying it back. For those of you who are in a situation where you can pay off all of your student loans, right? You have that money in the account, but the 10K is not going to forgive everything. You're going to have to wait and I'll, you know, I'll make an update once more. The information was released in the, couple, in the coming weeks. But I would recommend without with the information I have currently Let's just say you got 40K in student loan debt and you got 40K in the bank. So now, right, you're going to get 10K back. So you're only going to have to um, pay off 30K. 
I would go ahead and put that 30K towards your student loans. To think that this is just going to be rolled out smoothly, that is not my guess. If they're saying, you know, on January 1st, 10K is going to be forgiven for everybody who has that application in by that time, sure, okay? My guess is some interest might end up accruing on some of these loans, even though you're going to get forgiveness. I recommend being in a situation where you have $10,000 and, and zero cents left on your student loans. That way, you're good to go. They say, give, forgive 10K, and that's how much you owe. So you don't have to worry about, hey, you got 40K. The 10K didn't go through right away, but so but the interest still accrued and things like that. I would go ahead and put yourself in a situation to where they, when they look at how much money you owe in student loans, they see $10,000 and zero cents. That's what I, that's what I would recommend as of right now. Interest to see what the application looks like. Don't, don't do that, by the way, do that once application and stuff, more, more things come out. But like I said, currently with the information that we have, that'll be my recommendation. I wouldn't wait till you get the 10 K in forgiveness and then pay off your student loan. I will let the 10 K pay off your student loan. Okay, that's a quick way to say it. See, when I'm talking live, it, it just comes to me. But yeah, I wouldn't pay off your student loan with your money. Let their forgiveness of 10 or 20K, whichever one you get, let that pay off your student loan. All right. So again, y'all, student loan. <laughs> oh, what, what are my thoughts on it? I think you guys should have fought for no interest. But as Biden said, for low income, that's going to happen. I didn't know the... If these percentages are true, I'm not saying they're not true, but I'm just surprised how high the percentages are that one, so many people are going to be impacted by a 125K to 250K threshold. Um, I am surprised by that. However, if that many people are going to be impacted, 45% in total getting everything forgiven or 90, 95% getting some type of forgiveness, I understand why they kind of want to do 50K. I mean, the average student loan person graduates with roughly 35K. And if you're saying, you know, we can get damn near half of people with only 10K, you got to start doing the budget and see how that impacts everything, right? I mean, there's a whole there's a whole economy that, you know, the United States has here. So this is a big part, but, you know, you can't just sully it by doing one thing. But, um, yeah, I'm surprised that I'm not surprised with the forbearance pushback. Like I said, I already said this before. Um, I'm surprised that the 10K, I'm surprised that he got it done, but it makes sense that if he's doing an executive order. So this is getting pushed through the Senate. No, I, I, I would not expect that to happen. But, um. I am I am happy for people. I'm I'm mainly happy because I have most of my clients have student loan debt, and I'm tired of having this conversation about when is the forbearance going to happen? Is it you know, or when is the forbearance, the pushback going to end? What should we do with this money? We got this money sitting here. I was getting tired of that. I'm not going to lie, and I'm happy. I already told them when the money when they have to start paying back their student loans. I already told them that starting January, before months, months, months ago, all over the podcast, me saying that. But as far as the 10k. It was always rumored 10K, 50K, or all of it. Biden is always saying like, yo, 10K since he's been president, right? Like 10K for sure. 50K, Elizabeth, Bernie, y'all tripping. Okay. Um, I'm not mad from a tax standpoint. $2,000, if it's only, only $2,000, <laughs> if they're saying it's only $2,000, cool. This is why you should participate in tax avoidance and not tax evasion. Tax evasion is against the law, but tax avoidance is perfectly legal and recommended by the IRS per the IRS. This is why I partake in tax avoidance and do everything I can to lower my taxable income per the IRS tax code. So I don't, I don't plan on paying this anyway. I got to do some more. I got to find another two. Yeah, I got to right do another 2K as far as deductions, right? Legally. But you know, hey, I'm just, I'm just going to take part in that. I'm not Let's be clear. I don't have an issue with the student loan forgiveness, to tell you the truth. My issue is y'all still haven't explained why I have to pay for it. I already, I already paid off my student loan debt. I paid off mine and also did the Parent Plus loan. It's like, now I got to give y'all 2K. That, that's the part where it gets confusing. Okay. Um, and then what will the real impacts of this be? I think this is sort of similar to the people who um, talk about um, reparations for black people, right? Slavery. And it's like, are you sure you want reparations, black people? Because if you get them, you can't you can't ask for reparations twice. Right. In theory, like if you get them for slavery, then like, OK, you can't ask for them again if you mess up what the reparation that you get. I know this isn't all the forgiveness, but like I said, the 10K, cool, right? The extension, the pause, cool. But there's a lot of other things in here, at least, you know, on surface, right? Shout, shout out to politics, but sound like they're going to 
quote unquote, do some good or help people out even more. They were, they're cutting your minimum payments back in half. So from a budget standpoint, one, I'll continue, you should continue to make that payment. Right. But you know, it's, it is what it is. Right. But, um, I think that it'll be interesting to see one, how this rolls out. I, I, I don't know. I, or think it is going to be a mess when it rolls out highly unlikely um, that there are any hiccups with it, but because tw- 20 million or, or so people are going to get it all forgiven. So how, how, who's running that database update? Right. But um, it are going to be some hiccups. Like I said, don't be surprised if the website goes down the application. Hopefully the, uh, the application is straight to the point. I will be going over it on here. Once it is out, you know, you guys can guarantee updates will be, on Wealth Wednesdays or even um, on Mondays if Jordan is back in time for this other Jordan his wife probably celebrating so they got another 20, 20k <laughs> I am I say I am happy there's a lot of people I know personally they they're getting they're getting some money back you know this this is a good thing but um yeah I think that the people who have the majority of student loan debt are people on the lower income side and already marginalized black black women black women have the most student loan debt and women in general have the most the most student loan debt not graduate with currently hold because men are more likely to pay it off um if these numbers are true that 45 percent of people are getting the forgiveness we're gonna have to wait till the numbers come out to see how that breaks down demographically this is when it's going to get confusing if you're toting all this in short, I got money, I got the bag, then pay off your student loans, right? Because then you're going to surpass this 125K threshold. But then as I said, pull up your mint. Y'all see, I didn't figure out how to live stream. You got to sh- show me what you did with your, your money for the last two, three years. If you was getting money. Now, if you don't have money, I'm not talking about you. But if you're one of these people toting that you got the bag, business, entrepreneurship, the mo- it's like, you can't be talking out your ass that bad. So if you got money, Okay, then you got to explain why you're not paying off your student loans or why you need this forgiveness. And also, not to be insensitive to dollar amounts, but if you're getting money, how much is 10K? If you make 100K, 10K, only 10%. You make 200K, 10K, only 5%. You tripping off 5% of your income? All right, yeah, some some questions. It's going to be interesting to see as this data rolls out and people are impacted, things like that. There's going to be a lot of stuff over the coming weeks, and really as the year closes out, not even over the next year, probably the rest of his presidency. Next year is not, I mean, it's the midterm year, but there's going to be a lot of stuff you know, coming out even after they actually start um, forgiving the student loans. They didn't, they made it seem like it's going to take effect, you know, beginning of January, January 1st, but not sure like when y'all going to actually see the student loans were given. Not sure how that's exactly going to work. Okay. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this actually impacts people who have student loans, right? Even with the um, discretionary income reduction from 10% of discretionary income to 5%. So you got that minimum payment cut in half, but here's the issue. And this is why y'all got to understand you haven't had to make any minimum payments, so you're not going to get any more money back into your budget. You haven't had to make any payments since March 2020. They're giving you all 33 months, almost three years of no payments. So you you had over 30 months of zero dollars in student loan minimum payments. And then they're going to start them back up, but only 5%, let's say, of your discretionary. But th- th- now you have 5% less money. You don't have 5% more. You it's different if you're already paying the 10% and they reduce it to 5%. You're not paying any minimum payments. So when they start back up, you're going to have less money in your budget, not more. It's going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Let me see. Uh, I have two people. It says there's two people watching the stream. I don't know. Can I see? Let's see who's watching the stream. Give me one second. I guess this is bad for the podcast. Is this bad for podcast listeners? I guess it's bad for podcast listeners. Whatever. Or is it just Jordan? I don't know. All right, y'all. That's it. I'm glad it happened in the general sense of, hey, let's move past it. I'm always, hey, let's, let's do something so everybody can say they got it. And then now, no more excuses. 
No more excuses. Half of y'all getting it all forgiven anyways, okay? 90% of y'all getting some, getting getting it, okay? What, what, what else do y'all want? If you're not getting it, you make over $125,000 single and over 250K married. If you have all this other damn debt, okay. No, that's it, that's it, that's it. I'm gonna wait till Jordan's back on because he's gonna probably have some thoughts about this. He's probably excited. All right, y'all. End of the episode. Let me go back. There we go. All right. So again, remember to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, this will be should be right up on YouTube right away. I know it's 9 p.m., but um, it'll probably be out Thursday, probably early. So you guys probably listen to it on Thursday on podcast platforms, which most of our listeners are at. But remember to like, share, and subscribe on your way out the door or on your way in the door. This end of it, so it's probably going to be on your way out. Please leave us rating reviews. Again, you can follow Jordan at Stop Stalling J. You can follow myself at Sideline underscore Corey. All of our information, Jordan and myself, are in the show notes. And Jordan's business page is Finally Fit. His website is finallyfit.live. All right? Y'all got the 10K. I don't know what else you want. Please take advantage of it. Please, if you're still going to have student loan debt after the 10, um, even after you get the 10K forgiven, that you are knocking away out of it, knocking away at it while this interest is not being accrued. Oh, my goodness. That is so key that you get rid of that interest so you can actually make some progress on the principal. OK, by the way, it's a setup for them to decrease um, 10 from 10 percent to 5 percent your minimum payment. if They also don't reduce your interest rate. Because if you're still in a negative AM situation, but you don't hit the low income threshold, now you're you're actually going to have more interest accruing, which makes sense from a business standpoint for the government because they can get more money now on the interest side of things. So, but all right, y'all, remember to say, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a mess. This is going to be crazy. I can't wait. This is why I wanted to do it so it can just be done. Y'all can shut up. We can see what happens. But um, remember to save more and save less. And keep making better your best. And I will catch y'all in the next one.